Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. Get ready for a fun-filled recap of the Real Housewives of New Jersey ladies taking over Ireland and bringing bad habits and conversation with them. Plus, we're talking Ozempic debate. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. How was your Easter? You were with me. <laughs> I know. Chantel did the cutest thing. She literally, you know, because she lives with her mom, she. <laughs> we went to her mom's house and the. I know the backyard had, I'm not even kidding, it had like a million eggs. You know, I went to um, my husband's side later that day and she had about 50 eggs for eight kids and you oh, had like a million wow. eggs for her. <laughs> and I was like, that was, and you filled every single one of them. It was so nice. The kids had such a good time. Well, your daughter, Charlie, her oldest, had her basket filled in like 30 seconds while every kid only had like five. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she's the she's definitely a first child. <laughs> she's competitive for sure. Yes, she is. Um, and Chantel had her fiance. It was her first Easter as an engaged gal. Chantel, did you see that I posted a photo of you guys on All About TRH podcast? Yeah. You know, it was really funny because I think later on in the day, you had told him that people thought he was good, like was really good looking or something. Yeah. And so, well, no, I had went to my husband's side and the girls were like, oh my God, I'm so happy Chantel's engaged. Like her man is good looking. And I was like, yeah. And I like knew it would make him, you know, guys like he got stroke. There you go. I knew it would make him so happy. So I, put, I did a group chat of that. And Chantel was like, he was on cloud nine. Yeah. No. So yesterday we we're walking and he was like to me, yeah. So like your listeners thought I was really um hot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, they all thought I was hot. I was like, he's like on the podcast. And I was like, no, he's like, yeah, that's what Roxanne said. I was like, no, it was her cousins and like her sister-in-laws. And he's like, he was so upset. He like thought that like a random stranger thought he was hot. Yeah, that was so freaking funny. I know. And then he like sent the text message and he was like, like the next day, it's all done and over with. We forgot about it. This is how men are. We all forgot about it. And he sends a text the next day and he's like, Oh, I thought it was like the people from the podcast that said that about me. I didn't even respond. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just working and I like I saw it and I laughed and I was like, Of course Val did. That was so funny oh my I was crying for like five hours because like okay you're you really think you're that hot <laughs> yeah I know it's like relax mama um but yeah it was a good Easter we hope you guys all had such a fabulous yes. Easter now uh, we gotta get into that oh wait you guys also you guys did so you guys that we have saw some reviews and you guys said you guys do like when we talk personal and when we talk about our traditions and things of that sort and that makes us just feel good because it's our authentic selves and truly feels like we're just having a phone conversation because these are things we're constantly talking about 
So I'm glad that we got that feedback. I do have to say someone left us a review and you know, we love our reviews because we have, <laughs> we have some people, some stands trying to get us on the low, you know, radar, trying to make our review very low, our score low. And they're so sweet. They left a great review, but I just have to say this because if this is you, please message us on Instagram. We will help you adjust this, but you, you left us a review, which we so appreciate. And you put one star on accident. And I know it was an accident because yeah, you could tell it was an accident. You said the sweetest things ever. And then it was one star. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was so, I was like, no, no, she did. But one star, um, and yeah, so if you can, and you put the, the headline is my favorite and the nickname is D Dissa, which I, I don't, do you even remember your nickname? I never know the nickname no, that I ever because, put for this. It's because Apple Podcasts um, d- doesn't allow one person at the same nickname. So you have to do like SB4569231 just to get your review up because it keeps telling you everything is taken. Exactly. So, well, that's a good thing also because people don't know, um, I yeah. guess. But then it's also not a good thing because then there's those people who write the most vile things ever and you're like, ugh. But so she, you know, you wrote my favorite. I love your podcast. You both cracked me up and I think you're spot on. Um, so just if that's you, please message us. We'll help you adjust that because that makes our rating go down. We need it not to. Also, we got some feedback, Chantel. I actually got feedback a lot about this because I post our clips on TikTok as well. And everyone made fun of how we say Gorkas. Did you oh, know it's that? Go- it's, no, but it's, is it Gorga? Gorka. Gorga. Yeah. With yeah, to the G. Okay. And we say Gorka. And everyone, <laughs> I swear, first off, on TikTok, TikTok people are freaking vile. They don't give a crap. I love it. It's fine. But, um, and then there's some people, some, I think someone left us a really sweet email and they were like, hey, can you just like correct this? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah. And um, another person left us one Princess star. Princess Gorga. Yep, Gorga. I know. Gorga, another person okay. left us one star because they said we name call. And they're talking about us calling Rachel by her Instagram username. I don't think it's us name calling. It's just Bravo Lover. That's her Instagram username for a very long time. And, and she then, is a Bravo Lover. I'm sorry. Exactly. Even after today's episode, she displays Bravo Lover behavior. Exactly. And then Princess Gorga. And you already left us one star, so... If you were to leave us like three or four, we'd be like, let's adjust that. But you're not going to adjust it. You you <laughs> wanted to rate us bad. So, again, we love you guys. Please leave us a review. Please don't let them get us down like that. Anywho, what do you think of tonight's episode? I actually really, really liked it. Okay, I didn't. That's so funny. Because last <gasps> I week feel I like you like the. I feel like when you like them fighting or something. I mean, they were fighting in the end of the episode. I know, but I just felt like there were so many good, like, wholesome moments in this episode. And it was just, it was fun to watch for me. Oh, good. Okay, well, yeah. I, I, I do have to ask, did the scene in the beginning of Franklin Lakes give you PTSD? Um, Which one? The the clothes and stuff? Like, like just in the beginning, that... it showed you the city of Franklin Lakes. Oh, no, it didn't give me PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still scarred by the people of Franklin Lakes. I mean, I'm kidding, <laughs> but I'm sure there's so many great people, and it was just a really bad weekend for us. But I did get a little PTSD, because even when we were walking, I was like, what is, you know, why aren't people smiling <laughs> at us? <laughs> and I just was so scared that no one was smiling uh, but I thought that immediately when I saw that, I got like my heart started beating quick. So oh wow, <laughs> I know. I swear, no, I, like, I haven't. I haven't thought about New Jersey since I left. Okay, <laughs> which I don't know if that's a good thing either. Um, well, so let's kind of start off. So Danielle and Melissa, they're doing a collab, and 
Chantel, do you think I would dress my kids in Danielle's kids apparel based on what you saw? Oh my God, I literally have my notes. Would you ever dress your kids in any of the things that Danielle brought? <laughs> oh my gosh. No. no, you would never buy anything from bougie kids. Not that it, they're ugly. They're just really out there. They are so out there um, and it's totally not my style. It's super cute, but it's so Jersey, I feel. Please don't yeah. come for me for saying that, but I just think it's, it is a little bit, I don't know. It's really out there and I am like the most basic, simple human that you could ever so, yeah, no, that's it. You would just know it's from Jersey. I know people love that on their kids. And it is super cute. A lot of people don't like how I dress my kids. But, uh, oh, my gosh. How about the sequin jacket, Chantel? No, no, no. I could not do that. The jacket <laughs> that they both liked. Wait, what? Do you think Melissa liked that jacket? No, I think she was being really nice. Yeah. What? What? No, it, was, it was a lot, you guys. It's, it's a lot. And I, I don't know. I will say... I like that Melissa and Danielle are doing this together. And I like that Danielle feels like Melissa has been good to her because again, Teresa introduced Danielle to the bunch, but Danielle didn't pick sides. She gave everyone a fair shot, not like Bravo lover. So I, that's what I, that's what I like about Danielle. You mean Melissa? No, I like that Danielle, Chantal, I just texted Chantal and I was like, Chantal, I hear stuff with your mic. So now she's like all distracted and she's not like, no, she's I am. I thought you said, cause you said Melissa didn't take sides. No, I'm saying that Bravo lover, when she came in, she took sides instantly, even though Melissa introduced her, Danielle got introduced to Teresa and she didn't take sides. So she's like, you know, Melissa has been good to me. Chantal, are you, fix your mic. Let me know when you're done, mama. No, my, my mic is good. I didn't all have right. any issues. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah, that's... no, I thought it was just really nice that Melissa was supporting her. She didn't have to do that. Yeah, I thought that was really nice of her. Um, now, Jennifer walks in, and she's so direct. When she's alone with Melissa, she asks Melissa if, you know, she's good with them. You know, she gets right to it. She's like, are you good with us being a bridesmaid? And Melissa lies through her teeth and says... She's so fake in the scene. So... I, but you see her facial expression. She's so affected. So affected. And she says... Uh, you know, she says she's fine, and Jennifer brings up how Melissa can always change her mind about being a bridesmaid after asking if Melissa regrets it. Melissa's acting like, oh, heck no, I don't want to be a bridesmaid. But she's also made it her storyline this season. So what bothers, were, yeah, yeah. What bothers me is that, like, she's telling Jennifer, no, no, it's fine. But you know you went that night after Dolores' house and cried to Princess Gorga and made it such a big deal. Yeah, exactly. And the scene made me so angry. And I know I'm passionate, but I'm just so tired of Melissa being the victim because she feels the need to bring up that, you know, Teresa is the reason who started this, that created the life that they're all living. Meanwhile, Melissa came on a show that she begged producers to be on when she wasn't on the best of terms with her sister-in-law. She forced her way into her sister-in-law's life and her sister-in-law's friend group. And let's not forget the text message that Teresa literally sent days prior prior to the scene where she texts Melissa and says she's sorry for her part taking accountability while Melissa refuses to take any ownership. Could you believe that Melissa had the audacity to sit there and say, this is the life that Teresa created? No, I, I mean, I can't, I can't with her. She really just always plays victim. Yeah. It's, it's too much. I'm not the type of person who can like co-sign someone who's constantly victim mentality. I just can't. And if you if you thought that, then get off the show. Stop being around her. Stop being around her. Exactly. This is her show. Exactly. Get off the show. You literally 
would post stuff about her on Facebook, added producers on Facebook, added someone who was her enemy on Facebook, emailed someone who was her enemy on Facebook to get on this show. So you created all the problems. You knew what you were doing. It's not Teresa. Open your eyes. And then they have the audacity to be like, it was 10 years ago. But here you are saying that Teresa created this life. It was you, period. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, now it's so funny because Chantal, when you watched Atlanta, you, you thought this too. We think the ladies of Atlanta, they know how to read and they do, but we need to recruit Jennifer because she sees right through Melissa. She says in her confessional, you keep saying this is all so sad that you don't want this and you want to move forward, but you're not showing any signs of that. Exactly. I even thought that too, because let's say Teresa, Teresa did not, okay, Teresa didn't invite you to be in the wedding, but then she did. And you're so stubborn that you keep saying no. You just keep saying no because you, you're so happy that she didn't invite you in the first place so that you can just throw in her face the whole six months leading up to her wedding. But if you really did care and you did want to try, you would have just said, yeah, and suck it up. And then how, are, how do you have the audacity, the balls to get mad at who else she's picking to walk in her wedding when she did try to ask you and you didn't like how she asked you? It's always something with Melissa. You didn't like how she asked you. If she asked you from the beginning, you didn't like the fact that, you know, she asked you because she had to because Joe called her and said, you need to ask my wife. You would never be satisfied. Just exactly. never. And she asked her kids and she went on in her confessional confessional to say she didn't ask any of well, her kids she, to watch. Well, so here's the thing. She asked Gino in Ireland. Oh, but okay. But still, these confessionals are filmed way after. So the fact that she has to bring that, I, but I know. But producer, yeah, yeah, producers probably like you know we've been on a game show one time and they made you talk in past tense. You guys, <laughs> you guys, we oh my god, you guys, we went on a game show one time, okay, <laughs> and so we're all obsessed with each other, cousins, right? So we get this email, and because I'm always like getting emails because we need to know what's getting casted for all about TRH, and we get this email and they're like, hey, we want a family who's like very close to cast, and. Uh, they literally we I, I like hit up my cousins in our group tags I was like you guys should we do this game show like that's so fun it was the worst experience of my entire life first off they keep you in a hotel three days prior um and you and guys Roxanne are, snuck a laptop in and guys, I didn't I even have a laptop, a laptop and she was crying like I did not have anything and she <laughs> was living her life with a laptop while I'm stuck guys, in room without a phone or a laptop so I snuck a laptop. This was like 10 years ago, though, you guys. It wasn't so. 10 years ago. It was like... Uh, yes, it was. We're was 30. it? Well, no, I was... Yeah, it was like... Yeah, oh, God, we're 30. It was Maybe like a, in, eight in years our, ago. Our, yeah, it was like in our early 20s or whatever. And it literally has a contract that you can't bring anything. Like, you can't have anything. They take everything from you. And I remember they gave us a hotel room, and I took my laptop, and I put it in between the mattress. And <laughs> I swear to God, I was, like, freaking out. I was crying, like... I remember one of my cousins was down the hallway and they had walkie talkies. And if we were hungry, we had to, you know, tell them, Hey, we're hungry. And they did this because they didn't want you to like have any plans of how you're going to be on this game show. And I remember I was like crying the whole time and all of them were living their best life. Every one of them loved the fact that they were alone in this hotel room for like watching TV. And I was freaking out with a laptop calling my uh, boyfriend or my husband, but he was my boyfriend at the time. Like, I want to come home. And no one knew <laughs> what was going on. And it was just so funny. Chantal, weren't you in the rooftop at the pool? You managed to let them take you there. 
no, it, it was a dinghy pool that I like. I was like, can I go swimming? And then the one of the producers was watching me, and I was alone. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, let me go back up in my room. But only you would ask that. Like only you'd be. Like, <laughs> I wanted to get out of the room. <laughs> you guys, thank God. It was the worst experience ever. Thank God it never aired. It got canceled after the first episode. I think and, the second, and we were the third episode. So yeah. thank the Lord. And it was so nasty because we couldn't shower. Like we were in a studio. And I remember my flow came in and it was like, it was, and we had no bathrooms, no showers, no nothing. We had like a, a bathroom that was like so gross that you got out of the studio. It was very scary and it was dark. You couldn't see anything. And it was just the worst experience of my entire life. And it's so, and it made us realize like what producers do, how they, you know, try to get you because they had us include a black sheep, which was Chantel's sister. <laughs> and Chantel was the black, she Chantel's sister was the black sheep. And she really is the black sheep of our family, Chantel's older sister. And um, they like the way they have us like answer things to talk about her and stuff and like make her like she's a black sheep. Anyways, Jesus Christ himself looked down on us and said, we are not going to put your family through that. We are not going to <laughs> embarrass you guys, your ratchetness. We, it's not like we said anything bad or anything, but it was. But we, I feel like maybe we did. The producers really are crazy, you guys. They like will twist you to say things in a certain way that you forget. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, but we knew that we were in our. And we were just like, oh, this is a fun experience for all the cousins. We knew beforehand that our cousin yeah, we got a free was coming. Trip. We got a free trip to Kelly. So. Yeah, we knew Bianca was going to come. Um, and like, when would all of us cousins do that? We knew Bianca was going to come. I don't think she was supposed to tell us, but we're so close. We don't do that. There's no like not telling us. Okay, so we all <laughs> knew she was coming and going to be the black sheep. And I remember the doorbell ring. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. she wouldn't. She wouldn't be Melissa coming on the show without telling us. Yeah, it was. Um, th God, thank you so much you looked out for us and you didn't put that on TV because if you did we'd have people like oh my gosh like right now saying Roxanne and Chantel look what they did in the early it was just <laughs> yeah it was not cute and I just can't imagine like I remember my stomach hurting the whole time and we had to sleep on the floor it was terrible um but yeah that was <laughs> funny okay so anyway so Melissa says in her confessional she's trying to put any of her feelings about her not being in the wedding about her kids not being in the wedding and that Dolores and Jennifer are uh, but she's obviously very, very bitter. And I've never seen someone in my life so confident in thinking they deserve a role in someone else's wedding like Melissa does when Melissa has made it clear from the beginning of the episode that her and Teresa's relationship is fake. Exactly. Melissa asked Danielle about Bravo Lover, and we touched on this last week's episode. Danielle feels like Bravo Lover played her and tried to make things bad between Danielle and Margaret. And because of that, Danielle thinks Bravo Lover is a rat. And Melissa, she hypes this up. Like Danielle said, the most terrible thing that you could ever say about someone. Now, I just like that Danielle knows what's up with Bravo Lover 1234, and she thinks she's not nice. And I definitely think this is someone who tries very hard. And we've already talked about that. But yeah. I feel like she went behind her back. That's it, period. She's done with her. Yeah, Danielle's whole point is that we came into this together. So I thought that we would be good together. You know, we would have each other's back. You don't know Margaret. She's not your friend like that. None of that stuff. Uh, now, uh, I feel like producers are, are intentionally doing Marge wrong because the scene they give, you know, of her is talking to her dog about what she's going <laughs> to pack to Ireland. And it's like they've given up on her. That's all. She really has nothing to offer. It's like scenes with Jennifer and then it's like a scene with her dog. 
really scary. Polly's brother and sister-in-law's accent wait, is wait, everything. Wait, wait, I, I yeah. did notice Rachel Fudo's landscaping this time, by the way. Wasn't it so bad? Me, is it, do you think it's because like, it's such a new house that, that they need to get that done first? Is it a but new house? I don't know, but it's summer, so like you would you would think that she would get that prioritized before filming. It was really bad. I did notice it this time. The landscaping was terrible. How cute was Polly's brother and sister in law's accent, though? I think he's so cute. Yeah. Oh, is oh, is that the <laughs> that's, accent? Like oh, that's how they say. Like they say instead of think, they say tink. I think so. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> funny. You definitely don't sound Irish, but yeah, so freaking cute. Um, he Polly seems like he has a really good family. Yeah, yeah. She says, like... she says that. That's why she like fell for him a little bit more. It's like their family's aligned, and I think that is super important. Did we talk about Dolores and Ozempic? No, we didn't. She's wild, Roxanne, for that. She's wild. I love Dolores. She's wild because, man, she's done a lot. But you know what? You know what? I do appreciate her. She owns it. Yeah. Like, I've never seen someone who owns it like she does. But it's also, I feel like, do people really do that much to them? Like, it, you know, I, I watched an interview where Dolores literally just said everything she's done. And it was literally, like, from her her freaking her hair to her the bottom of her foot it was just like holy moly that you and dolores was always like she was a pretty girl yeah she was a cute pretty girl it's not like she needed that much work but now she just looks like every other basic girl that has fillers and botox and bbls and boobs and i don't think her face is like crazy or anything but like even her body like her body to me was never anything and it's like she did so much to her body and i get having a baby and stuff but for everyone to like just do a tummy tuck and all that like i don't know i i am all for you know whatever makes you feel good do it i do believe in that if it makes and if you are on tv chantelle if we were on tv and we saw stuff like we'd be like oh my god i don't blame them i listen i don't blame them but this whole exempic thing is really like crazy and i don't know why i'm mad about it yeah she was honest and then so we actually posted on all about terry uh not the podcast instagram the other one that she actually said, listen, I'm going to be real. Cause they, they asked about her just being so flat out honest. And she said, I'm going to be real. I'm not going to tell people, Oh, I lost weight just cause of that. I'm going to tell people like, yeah, I am on Ozempic and this is why I lost weight, which I can appreciate. Cause I do think there are housewives who act like they don't, or they aren't on something. And it's like, that's not realistic. Like how the hell do you guys all look like this? Like we all fluctuate. It's, it's not hard. Like here they are, they're on this. And then they're all like tone and it's like, Oh my gosh. And it's like, how do you even have the time to do this or whatever? Um, but I don't know how I feel. I'm in question. I, I feel like if you know, it really is on back order. Like people are saying it's super messed up, but I also can appreciate someone who's so honest versus just constantly lying about it. But this is like a medication you're taking daily. You really don't know the the side effects that's going to happen long term. It's something, okay, if you want to go get liposuction or go get something that's like a one-time thing and it's going to make you look good. But this is something that you're taking daily. This can affect your health. Yeah. Just to look skinny. And you're not, and you're not pre-diabetic. You're not diabetic. Why? For what? Just to look skinny. It just looks crazy to me. But well, my whole thing is with her again. I just, I, I never felt like she didn't look good. Like her body. Exactly. She always was skinny. Yeah. She's done a lot to make herself look skinny. Now you want to go on Ozempic? Yeah. It, it really, it, it's crazy. 
Um, so we, well, so yeah, I know we, I feel like we never talked about that and it's such a, it's people are constantly talking about it. So it's like, I don't want to knock her because she's the one of probably 30 housewives who's actually honest about it. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I, I, do I agree with it? No, but I mean, I guess everyone's doing it. So like even at Easter, that's all everyone was talking about. And I'm just like, what? Like uh, my husband's side. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is like, this is a thing now. This is crazy. And they were telling me all these people that they know who are on it. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy to me that this it's is scary nothing. because now there's going to be those generic ones and people yeah. are going to tell doctors are going to tell you, oh, it's a Zempic just so that they get more money. Right. They're not going to care so at this point, up. especially people are so desperate to be skinnier. So yeah. they'll do whatever. Yeah, it's really sad, but you know, society's crazy. I don't know. Anywho, mm-hmm. let's not get into this. No one even has, oh gosh. Anyways, so, okay. So we shockingly get a small scene with Margaret, you guys, where she's bitching about Jennifer telling uh, the Turkish reader that, about, like, the tea in advance. And I'm just tired of the storyline. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's all I can say. Yeah. Margaret, for so long, has thought Jennifer was an easy target out of everyone that was there. And Jennifer gets her every time. So it's like, move on. It's boring. I'm bored. I forwarded the scene because the last thing in my world World that I care about is to hear what Margaret's husband's response is. Do you think I give a crap what he has to say? Absolutely not. Nice guy, but no, I'm sorry. He's not, he's not real housewives. He's not TV material at all. He needs to get a job is what he needs to get. And that's what he needs to be focusing on. So I'm tired of this Jennifer Margaret storyline because it gets to a point where it's so mean girl. And it's like, people don't give Jennifer enough credit. And I don't know if it's because I swear, I don't know if it's because it's like, I'm a mom of three and I can't imagine her a mom of five. And she literally does it basically all on her own. And I know she got a nanny later on in life, but I just, I just feel like people don't give her credit and she's actually very smart and I'm over it smart and she's fucking hilarious this whole episode i literally I have so dying. many i have so many notes about her just being so funny oh my gosh amazing it's iconic wait I, why why do i feel before you get into more of it why do i feel like this is their first big trip they've taken out of the country in a while really new jersey gets shafted they really do producers are super cheap with jersey for some freaking reason for some or is it, reason or is it because the girls don't pick like cool spots like other cast cast do I think that the girl, this is just my opinion. I don't think that the women of Jersey got it like the women of Beverly Hills. You know, I don't think, you know, or they're like, they got it or they're bougie like Atlanta. So I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the times, like, you know, let's say when Kyle plans a trip, like she has everyone come on her, you know, private, private airplane and all this stuff. I don't feel like they got it. So I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, they always get the worst like trip. They always, I mean, obviously I'm not saying Ireland's the worst trip. I think it's amazing, but no, I think, I think Ireland is actually really cool. Then they yeah. finally did something that's out of the country. They usually do like Jamaica and Florida and weird spots that are just, why aren't you guys going to Paris or Italy or Thailand? Like they don't do any cool things. And so many seasons, they did the craziest stuff. Other, um, other seasons. I do think producers are, stingy with uh, they're just really stingy with them i don't know i really do think they are uh now at melissa's house melissa's talking to joe and she tells joe that she hasn't seen Teresa since bravo lover's house reminding princess gorka did i say right gorka that yeah teresa <laughs> that teresa missed 
uh, Jennifer Dolores' event because she had COVID. Keep in mind, two days prior, Melissa sends this lengthy text message that we put out there where she tells Teresa she wants to move forward, but she and Joe mentioned none of that. And to me, it's all a game. It's all a storyline. They don't want to look like all is well. They literally live for this trauma. So she doesn't mention, you know, I did end up after that, after that, uh, day at the shore. I hated how it ended. So you know what? I texted Teresa and I said, Let, let's move on. And honestly, that would have made Melissa look good. But she wants it. She's so caught up on the reality show that she wants to keep up that they still can't stand each other and that they have problems. And that's what makes me believe that they really did not have any intention of going to the wedding. For sure. And if yeah. you want to show a text message like you did in the first episode, this is a text you should have shown. Exactly. So so then, you know, over at Teresa's house, Louis looks drained. He's tried so hard to appease the Gorkas and it's backfired every time. And Teresa says she has seen a shift with Louis and she doesn't blame him that he's taking a beating. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, any Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From Princess. And I agree. I mean, think about the fact that every time Louis walks in with all the guys, Joe starts something with him, calls him names, talks about him before he comes in the room. It's all very messed up. Imagine that's your fiance. That's your boyfriend at the time. And your brother keeps doing that. It's, it's gross. And you know they don't like him so that would get me so mad especially if my fiance or boyfriend really never did that much to them yeah and and that he's always tried Teresa says she hasn't heard from them and I did get clarification that this was regarding after she got COVID I think she wanted them to maybe reach out she didn't want them to reach out I think she just said you know they didn't they knew I had COVID they didn't reach out they never checked on her or anything and I mean that is kind of messed up I mean it, it, especially because it's like a few weeks before your wedding so it's like hey how are you feeling I don't want to I don't want you to have any side effects or anything are you okay Oh, wow. I can't believe they did it. Yeah, no, they didn't check on her after she had COVID or anything. Especially if you're filming. You know you're going to see each other. You know she wasn't there for an event. Yeah. Check up on her. Yeah. The but that just shows you. But again, that just shows you they don't care about each other. They don't. Like, if it was your wedding three weeks before, I'd be blowing you up. And I'd be, like, just, you know, like, hyping you up. It's okay. Thank God you got this now. How are you feeling? It's going to pass. You know, like, it's just... This is just all so messed up to me. Now, uh, Jennifer and Bill, they're talking about the therapy session. And again, I feel really bad for Jennifer because I know a lot of therapists won't film. And if they don't, Bravo finds the therapist. And I feel like Bravo was so messy giving Jennifer and Bill the worst therapist <laughs> ever. Bill already didn't want to do it. And then that person added zero value to what was going on with them. And Jennifer does ask Bill if he wants to be around the children more. And Bill tries to play victim here by saying, okay, I'll give up golf. And Jennifer has said this a few times now. She said that Bill pretty much locks himself in the pool house. What the hell is in that pool, pool house? Look, we didn't go in there. I, I want to see what's in that pool house. Is there, what is in there? I will say my husband like locks himself in the bathroom quite a bit. Like his morning is he wakes up and it's like his thing. Like he's like, please just understand this is my thing. You know, I know if the kids are all up, but just understand. And he's literally in there for an hour. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like to me, that's so gross that you're sitting in a toilet for an hour and letting all just that bacteria. On your phone. Yeah. Like touch you. It's so gross to me. But um, yeah, apparently he 
He's not a present. And again, in our culture back in the day, I could see this being very like people are, I mean, I, I didn't have this with my dad, but I would say like their parents or something. This is very common, but I just think, and Bill is a boater. Like he's like back in the day, like he's like, you know, old yeah, the mom takes, takes care of the kids and right. they, they, they provide with money and they don't really have to really physically be there all the time. Yeah, exactly. Cause they're like providing this lifestyle. And uh, I don't know. I think Bill's a good guy, but you know, he doesn't give Jennifer credit and Jennifer truly does articulate herself. So She's well. so good at communicating. Oh She's so gosh. good at communicating because she told him in a way of like, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't exactly. care if you're in the full house. And she made him feel good by also putting him down. I was like, wow, she's really good. I feel like many couples face this when kids come in the picture. And I love how she doesn't try to display perfection. You can tell Bill is uncomfortable talking about it. But the way she makes him feel, like she she knows he's so uncomfortable, but she's trying to make him feel comfortable to be like, like you said, I care about you. And I'm, and it's because I care about you that I want us to be better. And I just appreciate that so much. And I love that realness because I've watched all the Real Housewives and I feel like I haven't seen that. I feel like, especially with us, Chantel, watching OC again, is like, they just, they're so quick to give up. And she's like, no, like, I want this to work. And it's because I care that I'm trying to make sure it works for us. And I do see Jennifer and Bill being that couple that they won't ever divorce. I hope not. Yeah. Do you know, also, do you notice how Jennifer has multiple things to discuss when talking to Bill while Margaret only can talk about Jennifer and her scene? I know. Exactly. That just shows you. That just shows you that. Yeah. And it shows you that producers know that Margaret has nothing else to talk about. So they tell her, talk about Jennifer. Exactly. And then do you notice that Bravo lover can't stop moving her hands in her confessionals? It's like Teresa, but on crack. Yeah, she she has bad, like, communication styles. She's like me. She, we always say the word, like, she. I, I hear it in her she needs a, a coach, especially if she's on TV. Yeah, if she's on TV. I need a coach too. About. Maybe I need a coach, but she needs a coach. I feel like we're getting a little bit better, but I don't I know. I feel like you are. Look at me. I'm saying like again. I feel but when, you are when, doing better. When you keep thinking about it, it just, I know. It, it, you, you know, you do sometimes say it quite a bit. Um, like that's just nature. I feel like that we do that. But she says she's not going to let Danielle ruin her trip because of her dramatics. And every episode is more and more disappointing when it comes to Bravo Lover because of the fact that she dismisses someone's feelings and then labels them dramatic when they thought they were, they were dramatic. They, she was not dramatic, but they felt that way because Bravo lover, Danielle thought, you know, you guys were a team that you were her friend. So she was truly shocked by your behavior of going back and feeling like you owed Margaret and the way you went about it. Wasn't like, you know, I love Danielle. I think she had good intention. You went about it trying to stir the pot. Yeah, and now she's seeing that you're taking a side. That's one. And then two, you're making one of your friends that's on your side not be cool with her. Why would she want to be cool with you? Exactly. And so Ireland looks cool, but also so does Cancun. Oh, my God. No, you are uncultured swine, okay? I know. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know about this trip. But anyways. No, Ireland is a very beautiful scenery. It's not beaches, but it's architect and land and history and culture. I, I can't. I want to go. And, and I would like to go. Not not 
this though. I, not with the girls. I wouldn't want to go with the girls. Not for a bachelor party or any of that. I'm just it's it's weird. Yeah, it's definitely not a good probably bachelorette scene. But and then with the Jersey ladies, like come on now, no. <laughs> so uh, the like I can see like the Beverly Hills, I, not them. I don't know. So the ladies are, are are on the bus and Jen Fessler reveals she banged the Sopranos and I died of Jennifer's description of it all because she goes he was the one who got away but he was never actually there but he was inside of me and there's no way that bravo is not going to cast her as full-time because she truly she's funny as hell and it's relatable again i keep saying this about her she's relatable i did get annoyed of her because she just did this interview and she got angry at an interviewee um and because they asked about like margaret and laura lee and she got angry and this means that margaret came to her and said you didn't have my back enough on the show in interviews you need to have my back and you need to pick a lane because that's how margaret speaks to her friends and i will say that totally turned me off she's uh, going if she comes on the show she's going to turn on margaret you're gonna see it you're gonna see it does but i don't know people are scared of margaret so i don't know i hope she does but i do think you know, I don't like her friend. I do think she deserves a full time. I think she's actually funny. Let's take away that Margaret's her friend. If you guys hate Margaret, I get it. Let's take away. She's the friend. She deserves a full time. I don't care what you say. How the hell are you going to give Rachel Fuda a freaking full time and you're not going to give her? I get it. Rachel Fuda has a young family. We like it. But I, I like someone who's, you know, in their 40s or their 50s and they're trying to figure it out too. Like, I does like she, that too. Does she have kids? I don't even know if she has kids because um, yeah. again, they're not showing that I'm sure yeah. she does, but I, or maybe she doesn't, I don't know. But I know that Bravo like wants to bring in the little families with the little kids. But also when you turn 40 or 50, maybe she's like in her, I don't know how old she's, I don't want to insult her, but when you turn 40 or whatever, you are, that's also another side of life that you're figuring out. And so many people are figuring, figuring out that point in their life. So it's like, I like seeing that. I don't need to see the small children. I got a bunch of small children at home. And that is relatable to me though, too. Cause I used to love seeing Teresa's kids and Melissa's kids. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, not Melissa's kids, like Jacqueline and all of them, even though they were older or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I, I just think we need to cast her or whatever. I think as a full, she deserves it. Cause she's and especially if you, if you keep Margaret, there has to be some sort of balance you yeah, can't just have an old lady and young gonna, yeah oh my gosh i know you're gonna get shit for calling <laughs> margaret an old lady she's not an old lady. you just don't like oh gosh you guys said chantel's a nice one you said i'm the bossy one um so uh, they okay so they all sit down for lunch and margaret in her confessional points out how teresa's cozying up to melissa but yeah it's because teresa's not fake melissa texts at teresa let's move said sorry for all that she's done and she thought melissa was serious about moving forward so she is trying to please melissa she's showing melissa i want to move on because she thinks that's what melissa also wanted so that's why she's cozying up it's nothing to do with the ireland air or anything of that sort they have what would what would happen to margaret and jackie if melissa and Teresa really truly got along they would melt they would that's just how much hatred they have they would melt but again if melissa was smart she would go against if Melissa wants to come back, she needs to go against Margaret. She's not going to do that, so she's screwed. And I really don't think she's going to come back. But if she was smart, she would go against Margaret. That's it. Now, before they eat, Dolores says, you guys, we're not in Jersey. 
calls out Jackie for how she treated the Turkish reader. And I really appreciated Dolores for doing this. And then they called Jennifer out for feeding the Turkish reader dirt. And Teresa says that Jennifer did say to Teresa, man, Teresa says she's that, so funny. Oh my God. Teresa says that Jennifer did say she told the reader that she and Margaret got into a fight, but I fucking died laughing in the confessional when Jennifer said that when she heard the Turkish reader say endorsement, she was like, shit, did I tell her? Yeah. That? Oh my God. And she owns it. In, in front of the ladies like me i i can't recall if i didn't tell her yeah oh X, my y, and god Z. comedy gold like i'm it, like she's her and fessler to me they're great they are like she owns it like i don't know i can't tell you how much i was laughing we missed a scene too that i was cracking up about the whole room situation she's acting like she does not give a shit and the minute she gets the best room she's jumping up and down oh she's god, so excited and it's like she's like so hell, funny she's like i lied i wanted the best room i know that was hilarious and of course she's like the universe gave me the best room yeah yep. i was like <laughs> oh my gosh now jennifer says what she is certain about is that she never told the turkish reader about laura lee uh, margaret's best friend of 40 years and they start talking about what laura has said to jennifer and jennifer says she won't bring it up because laura said laura had told her a lot obviously one thing laura told jennifer was that margaret said melissa cheated on joe gorka danielle gorga danielle wants to know what was said wait jennifer wait i have a question real quick yeah. sorry when when they were bringing it up at the table melissa puts her head down when they're when they I all are asking that. yeah does she know at this point because i thought from previous episodes, I don't think with me, but when you said it or when you talked to Laura she, Lee, she Louie told them, right? Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah, I, I need, I I need to know because up. so yeah, I'm gonna talk about that because I, I have it in here for me to talk about it. So I'll talk okay. about it. Okay. Um, because yeah, a lot of people are gonna be super confused about this. And Jennifer had no idea. So Jennifer says she's not gonna repeat what Laura Lee said. Danielle even observes that she sees the rise of Margaret when Laura's name gets brought up because Margaret knows Laura is, um, Margaret knows like Laura has all this stuff and that she's lying about none of this. And she's pissed that Laura would speak to Jennifer period and put her in the situation. So like you said, Melissa puts her head down and she instantly changes the subject, hoping no one talks about it any anymore. And throughout it all, you don't see Teresa saying anything, but we, what we all know is that Teresa gets blamed for all of this, not Margaret who's triggered, but Teresa who has been trying to please Melissa throughout the wedding process, texting her, asking her to RSVP to her own damn wedding, having to chase her down to see if she's going to attend her rehearsal that she was invited to having Louie's assistant chase her down. That's who ends up getting blamed. So Danielle stops in Jennifer room and she talks about the luncheon and Jennifer at this point thinks Margaret has no idea what Laura Lee told her about Melissa hooking up with a, another guy. What Jennifer failed to realize is that six months prior to this Ireland trip, Louis told Princess Gorka off cameras what Margaret's best friend Laura Lee told Jennifer and Teresa about the rumor and told him to be careful of Margaret. So when Louis did this, Louis and Teresa never brought it up on camera. They made sure not to bring this up on camera. Louis, Louis felt like I wanted to tell Joe this, but they knew that Princess Gorka would run and tell his wife as he should. Margaret is being a shitty friend. It's important that Melissa knows that. So as soon as Joe Gorka, so Louis goes and tells Joe Gorka, 
Joe, Joe then goes and tells uh, Melissa, Melissa calls Margaret right away and she does not get mad at Margaret. And uh, Melissa knew that this could get brought up. And Margaret tells Melissa, just deny, deny all of this. And one thing about Melissa is she knows how to control the narrative, whether it's true or not. So that's what they do. They never bring it up on camera, but all of them knew about this since February. Jennifer had no idea that Melissa and Margaret knew exactly what Laura Lee says. And it's funny because Margaret makes it like, yeah, producers in, uh, or, you know, someone in Jennifer's camp told us we, we knew about this. No, it was literally just Louie telling Joe, you guys need to look out for Margaret. Here's what this rumor was that Margaret put out there. And so that's what it was. Does, it, does all that make sense? Yes, yes. Okay, that, that helps me a lot because I was so confused, especially when Jennifer is going on and on to Danielle. Jennifer like, this is no not idea. true. No okay. Mm -hmm. So Danielle asked Jennifer what Laura said to her, and, you know, she, Jennifer's like, I can't say. Um, I don't have any intention of saying it. But this is so, you know, we know producers are so messy. So there could have been producers saying, Danielle, go in Jennifer's room, ask oh, her. Oh, for sure. You know, and I. But that's what we need. That's a, that's how the show is fun exactly. to watch. Yeah, it is what it is. If this is out there, it needs to come out during the show. Don't let this come out when cameras stop rolling, you know. Um, Jennifer finally says that Margaret told Laura this rumor about this man who works for Margaret and he had opened up the backseat of a car. He saw Melissa in the backseat with a guy. Now, the interesting part is this guy's name, his name is Nick Barada and he's actually very, extremely good looking to the point that Princess Gorka for sure, I said again, for sure has cried several nights over how this man looks. And when he, when, is this her trainer? No, it's not a trainer. Oh. And it's, they, he actually has been on the show before and he met through Margaret. So okay. he's very good looking. He's married. And I think he has a kid. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I saw his Instagram and he ha he's married. So when we put this out there exclusively months ago, they then unfollow each other and they untag each other off all photos, which made them look even more guilty. Because if they weren't guilty, why would they do that? I don't know. This is such a tough one for me. I don't know if I would believe it, but I also do think the truth always prevails. And this is not her first cheating rumor either. Yeah. I don't know if she cheated. I feel like she had like this emotional, like flirtatious relationship with this extremely good looking guy. She could be a flirt guy. for sure. Yeah. The person who claims they witnessed it told Margaret Melissa was making out with Nick. And Laura has literally no reason to lie about this. I feel like we need to bring Laura back onto the podcast. Let us know what you think. I know because or and if you guys haven't, you guys need to listen to Rexian interviewing her. Um, because those are those are really good. These and were it's really but insightful. these were this was before the show aired. Yeah. And I feel like Laura was very nervous in these. So I think it would be beneficial to bring her back. So let us know if you guys want us to do that. And again, Jennifer thinks Melissa and Margaret don't know about this, but they absolutely do. And it's because Louie told Joe right away. Again, Louie was trying so hard and thought this would also gain Joe's trust. And it did the opposite. So you're damned and, if you do, damned if you and don't. And the whole time, you never see one confessional. You never see Teresa talking about it. Yeah. Or even saying, I don't want to bring it up. I'm not bringing it up. She doesn't care. She's so focused on her wedding. She doesn't right. care. So the fact that she gets blamed at the end for this blows my mind. And Jennifer does say that the rumor did make Teresa sick, that she was disgusted by the rumor. Now, uh, they get ready for Teresa's night out. And Chantal, I'm not feeling this badge party. And Teresa's wearing, <laughs> I don't know. And Teresa's wearing this white tutu. And they're all supposed to wear green. Nothing's flowing. 
I know, but it's like because it's Ireland is very casual pubby. So think about going to like downtown Royal Oak where we're at and getting beer or something. That's how Ireland is. Okay, and I get that for a batch. That's fun. This is not like batch vibes. I'm not like Jennifer and Danielle were acting so fun and so like they were bringing the energy. I appreciated that. Yeah, Yeah. they were bringing the energy. That's all you need. It's, It's not about where you're at. It's about who you are with. Okay. Which she's not with. She has Jackie there. So oh. it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> Ariana, why are you here? I know. What is it, Ariana? <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't know. Yeah. But um, so they head to the pub, and Danielle's kind of feeling herself. They all seem visibly drunk to me. And she's like, Does anyone send naughty pics to their man? And when when they're away, and Jen Fester immediately immediately she was like, Ew, no. And I fucking died because that's totally me. Like I, I was like a Danielle. You guys are crazy. I, I don't oh think that's God. an ill moment. I, I mean, obviously, I'm not married well. for six years. I get it. Like, things change when you have kids. You're just like, no. But I hope I'm not like that. I, but why? I mean, I'd be living my best I love doing life. That. I'm just I kidding, will... guys. I don't love doing that. Ew, this is disgusting. What if, like, people <laughs> from our community Exactly. <laughs> you guys, I'm a prude. I don't They're do like, you're not even married, you whore. Um, but I will When say... I do get married, I yeah. will send them. Okay, let's see. Come back at us in six years. Yeah. I would be, like, for me, like, I would just be living my best life. And, like, I do miss my husband. Chantal, how annoying am I when I'm away from my husband? It's annoying as hell. You call him 75 times. I have to take your phone. You're, you know who you are. Like, you're like that from the OC. Um, what's your name? Alexis. Alexis. And she calls her man and everyone hated her. I know. For I, that. For I'm, them. So I'm like that. Like, I'm like that where I'm just, because I'm like constantly with my husband. My husband does not, like, he's a very, he's a homebody. You dude. guys are both homebodies. Yeah, he does not leave the house. So we're constantly on each other, you know? And when I don't do, I don't leave my house with my kids without my husband. I won't do it. Like, why would I put myself through that? I would never put myself through that. So my husband is constantly with me. Like the other, we went to this like chocolate. What was it, Chantal? We went to this. Chantal invited me to this chocolate um, factory thing that they had. Yeah. Why am on. I doing these things when I don't have kids? I know. She invited <laughs> Just me. I have, yeah, I know. Right? I have nieces and nephews too. She, her sisters went. I went, and like her sister brought her kid, and like of course, like my husband comes. Like I do not leave my house. <laughs> without my husband but everyone loves like my husband Chantel and my husband are so incredibly close um that they fight like freaking it's scary like siblings <laughs> they're like savage with each other they like will like say like stuff that I'm like oh gosh you know um but yeah so like I I just can't leave my house without my husband so yeah I'm that girl however I'm not like all right hold on guys I'll be right back let me go in a room and let me like get the best angle nope gotta look better here no I'm not doing that on vacation like I'm drunk out of my mind like I'm like first off I don't even go anywhere but you know what I mean like when I'm out I'm not doing yeah I think it's weird if you have to do that or it's it's a thing but I think if it's you're feeling yourself and you just take a sexy pic and you send it I think it's very thoughtful and it shows your man that you're she said naughty pic she didn't say sexy pic she said naughty but like I'm saying yeah like a sexy naughty pic like let me open up my cooch and send it ew no 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 yeah that's that's the one thing I can agree with bravo lover one two three four is like no you see this all day every day like you're good you know but I know it, it sparks up the whatever, but no, we're Gucci. You're going to see me right when I get home. Okay. (laughs) But, um, every time the word bridesmaids gets brought up, Melissa acts so uncomfortable, but she had the opportunity to have this olive branch. Like Jennifer said, she dissed it. And now she acts annoyed about it. And Fessler is a little shitster. She asked why Teresa asked Dolores and Jennifer. And Teresa says that they've always been supportive of her and Louie, but she was nervous to ask them because she didn't want her brother to have something on her. And imagine planning your wedding at 50 years old and worrying about your brother and his toxic ways. And Melissa's all like, why would Joe care? Um, 
Alyssa, the same reason you care. The same reason you guys cared about every single thing she's done for her wedding up to this point. Exactly. Teresa then brings up Melissa's mom, which I don't think she should have. I don't know why she brought it up. Like, I'm over it. But Melissa or Teresa has this. I think it's because she, she hasn't. Like, herself. Yeah. And I think it's because them two alone have not talked about the whole Donna Marco thing where she wanted to just say, if you wanted, if you wanted me to invite her, my brother could have just called me and told me. I will say, like, I will say my mother-in-law for my wedding, she had called me and she was like, Hey, you need to make sure to invite, um, your, like my, your, like her son's, um, in-laws parents. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, and I was like, well, and then she said, your brother's like wife's parents too. And it's like, and, like I need to know that. Yeah. And it's a respectful thing. We all get that. We all get that's a respectful thing. We get it. Maybe it was your first wedding. I'm sure Tree, um, I'm sure Melissa and Joe had to invite Joe Judice's mom to the wedding and he did. We get that. It's your first wedding, but this is her second wedding. It's going to be smaller. She doesn't need to invite them. She doesn't right. want to. Yeah. But yeah. And just like Dolores, Dolores ends up saying, she ends up speaking the truth. If you were mad about it, just call. And if she didn't exactly. invite after you're mad about it, then she would, then she's a, then she's a brat for it. Yeah, exactly. That's all that she had to do. Honestly, it all worked out in Teresa's favor. I do think that Teresa was like pretty drunk at this point, by the way. Did you think that Jennifer using the word obligation was such a big deal? They all made it like it was the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I don't think it was a big deal at all. She is the obligation. If Joe and Melissa were to divorce, she would never invite Melissa ever to this wedding. Ever. You are the obligation. I would expect the same with my sister-in-law. If my brother and my sister-in-law divorced, I would never invite my my ex-sister-in-law. I'm sure we could be cordial for the kids, but I would never invite her to my wedding. Yeah. It's Damn, what happens. You're an obligation. You see how much Chantel spoke? Yeah, I, yes. that pissed me off because they yes. acted, especially Bravo Lover 123, Jen, Margaret. Of Bravo course, Lover. they don't have family. I'm, but Bravo Lover was just doing it because she knows she knows the show. So she knows like oh. how the energy. So the way they made it, it was such a big deal. I want to see you invite your brother's um, you know, w- wife that he divorced to your wedding, your next wedding. I would love to see it. Right. She's an obligation. They're all obligations. Sorry. Well, they're not divorced yet, but of course, Bravo Lover is like, my sister-in-law's mother is invited to everything. Again, you guys, we have the same exact culture. It's 95% similar. If not, it's even more strict than what I see them. Because first yeah, of all, we wouldn't be able like to do this. Yeah, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do this on TV. And literally, I would not invite my sister-in-law's mother to a thing. I did my wedding at 26. I don't know how old I was. I think 26 years old or 20, yeah, 26. And my husband's family basically planned because that's what happened. But if I was 50 years old, best believe it's only people I talk to and I have no bad feelings about. It's about no one else because life is short at this point. I'm not pleasing anyone. We're paying for this wedding. It's not about you. This is really about me. And what happens is when you're younger, the wedding, especially in our culture, becomes about everyone else. And that's bullshit. That should not be accepted, especially in this world right now. We talk about boundaries. This is not okay. Why Why is it all of a sudden? And okay i'm so confused right now i know now i have to like text my brother and be like hey if i'm getting married in mexico do i need to invite your wife's mom i'm just so scared oh for these people i need you to ask him and see what he says i'm so okay. curious i'm gonna he's, ask him right now let's see if on air he answers he's gonna say no he's gonna be like no what the fuck he's gonna totally say well, that i have to yeah. invite <laughs> yeah ask because and I'm I'm telling you guys, our culture is so much more strict than Italians. I'm I'm not even kidding. It's so much more strict. So, um, 
I, I know that Italians are strict, but from what I've seen on the show, it, it's a lot like, and we have the same exact thing, the respect thing, all that stuff. So I don't know. But um, did you text it? Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to answer yet. So he's not texting back. So yeah, you can okay. end the episode. And if he answers, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, so obviously Teresa wants people who are going to be supportive to be at the wedding. But granted, Margaret is going to be there. And we know Margaret's trash and not supportive. But Teresa extended this olive branch with her. And they kind of have to invite them because of the special on Bravo. Yeah. Uh, Bravo lover says, at a minimum, Melissa's mother, we talked about this, should have been invited. She knows nothing. Bye. Bye. Like, we get it. We get it. You, you need to talk for Melissa. We get it. Melissa says there is zero accountability when it comes to Teresa, but in a text from Teresa, we, we see her literally holding herself accountable. Clearly they are all drunk as fuck right now. And you can tell everyone is drunk, but Teresa literally held herself accountable in a text message one week before the Ireland trip saying, I'm sorry for all the part that I've done to have a relationship be this way. So I'm just so sick of Melissa. Maybe that's why Melissa didn't put the text out there. Maybe that's why Melissa didn't bring it out, bring it up because she's like, damn, Teresa's response. And a lot of people were like, Louie wrote that for her. And maybe he did. You know what? I write so, so many texts. You write so much for, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like Chantal's always like, how should I write this? And I'll write it. But she's sending it from her. It's how she feels. She's just not good at putting her thoughts together, just like Teresa isn't. Who cares if Louie wrote it? That's besides the point. It's the fact that Teresa is saying, yes, me, Teresa, I own it. And I'm okay with saying that I have a lot to do with why our relationship is the way that it is. I'm taking accountability. It doesn't matter who wrote it. I write text messages for everyone I'm around. Like, who cares? I know that they feel this and they're not good at expressing themselves. Exactly. Now, I really don't think it's a problem either. Melissa says that Teresa's delusional, but earlier in the episodes, we see Melissa do everything she's calling Teresa delusional about. Melissa took no accountability, said all of this is Teresa's fault. It's exhausting. I can't take it anymore. I'm so over it. Same. Yeah. On the previews for next week, we see a scene of Bravo lover asking Teresa whether her girls are close with Melissa's kids. And Teresa says they were, but you know, Antonia didn't come to her best friend Melania's birthday and Melissa gets, they didn't even, they didn't even, they didn't even be, they didn't even show that whole part. You didn't even know what she's talking about because right away they attack her. Yeah. Well, Melissa gets offended. She tells Teresa, you're that aunt. Yeah. You're that aunt. Um, she's like, but I'm not going to be that aunt, but you be that aunt. But you are the aunt, boo. Yeah. You are the aunt. You're the aunt that doesn't care. You're the aunt who dedicated a whole podcast episode saying that Teresa's daughters wouldn't have food on their table if it wasn't Bye. for you. And then you dragged all four of your nieces. You're that but- aunt that constantly brings it up. You yes. bring it up. You don't need to bring that up if you're the, if you're the cool aunt, if you're the yeah. nice aunt. For the caring aunt. You wouldn't do that for podcast ratings, podcast review. You wouldn't do that. But Teresa saying Antonia didn't come to Melania's party makes her that aunt when we all know the reason she didn't come to the party was because of Melissa. And gymnastics or something. I don't even know what cheering. I don't even know what she's doing. But it was because of Melissa. If Melissa wanted, if that was Melissa's sister, she'd be like, come on, you need to make sure you come to this wedding. And that's that. I don't understand why we can't accept these things. It's so crazy to me. But that's the episode, uh, you know, so I thought, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was a pretty long episode between you and I. I didn't know it was going to be that long, but uh, I guess we'll we'll see next week. Chantel's going to, I feel like Chantel, are you like looking at your phone? Chantel's no. going to, <laughs> like, what the hell, what happened to you? She's going to Florida. I mean, she's No, going I'm to- going to Austin. Yeah, but Val told me it's going to rain all weekend. No, it's not anymore. Okay, he just told me that yesterday. 
okay, well, let's put the good vibes. It doesn't rain. Okay, whatever. It's my birthday um, Friday, so we're yeah. going. But yeah. um, well, I'm going. And what else is there? Oh, we can, <laughs> we can do it. We can do a podcast Thursday. I think that's what we yeah, said. We are. We're going to film the podcast Thursday. We keep saying that and then we have it come out on Friday, but we really need to just do it Thursday and we'll film it Thursday. We'll be back Thursday. And but then uh, what about next week? Are we do we have a plan for that? Because you go to Florida. Yeah, we got to figure that out. We'll figure that out behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay guys. All right. Well, bye, guys. Thanks for being here. Bye, Roxanne. You forgot to do that oh, a yeah. couple times now. Because I feel like we only do it high. And then no, you, you say it. All bye. Right. All right. Bye, Chantel. Bye. bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at All About TRH Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.